Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Sharper Piquinell, and I'm joined, rejoined, reuniting. The boys are back together. It's LIW. It is Tempest. Hey, bud. The boys are back in town. Yeah. Uh, this is the worst. I was going to say variant of Tempest, but that word is too apropos Ooh. at the moment. It seems. No. <laughs> Not this that. is COVID Tempest sitting in the dark. <laughs> So as to not bother my partner. Legitimately really ominous to just sit there. Because when you had your hands up, it just looked like you were a floating head that was just being held up by your hands. (laughs) There's nothing else. Maybe I am. A black t-shirt on a black background. (laughs) Maybe I am, Pete. Maybe I am. Mm, No. It's like you were wearing wearing an invisibility cloak. That's what it was like. But just across your body. And just leaving your head exposed. (laughs) Yeah, it's like when Harry puts it on for the first time. He's like, exactly. My body's gone. My body's gone. Bloody hell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. It's all too much. That's... I don't know how far back the light will go if I just like push myself away. Oh my disappear. God. <laughs> oh my God, this is so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Great audio oh. content. Uh, for all the uh, for all the audio listeners out there, if you want to see the video version of this, you can become a member on our on the on the YouTube channel, or you can become a pledge hammer on our Patreon page. So there you go, you can watch the video version of that and see how creepy it was, because it was quite creepy. Um, well, aside from the obvious tempest, how has your Christmas been? How's New Year? How's all that stuff gone? Uh, quite well, really. You know, quite yeah. well indeed. Uh, I've 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 got not a whole lot to complain about until a few days ago. Uh, Christmas was fun, as is you know normally the case. Uh, afterwards, I've roast basically potatoes. been in roast yes, potatoes? roast potatoes no, roast did potatoes. make an appearance. Yeah. Nice. It was yeah. fantastic, wonderful mm-hmm. roast potatoes, as well as yeah. a lovely eggs Benedict breakfast. Mm. Uh, had a lovely mimosa with it. You know, getting 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 a little a little bit of a little bit of a buzz going at like ten a.m. You know, oh, it's good, isn't it? It's yeah. Christmas. It's Christmas. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of good stuff, a lot of good times had by all. Otherwise, I've basically been in hotel rooms since, which uh, has been, you know, if not for the 
possibly deadly fatal virus going around. It's been a pretty pleasurable experience. So I'm going to give the the year so far a thumbs up despite spending all of it having to deal with, with this Transformers Cody tattoo Omicron Decepticon variant. <laughs> So I just actually look at the giggling yesterday. back there. There's a giggle coming from this room as if it needed to be more creepy. Laughter coming from the dark. This is gonna be like just comes around. This is this is this is gonna be your barometer to know if your jokes are landing. Is there'll just be a, a little giggle in the oh, background. Yeah. You're having your own piped got, in noise a, I've tempest. Got a life track. I've got a laugh track behind me. You're piping in noise tempest. It's the worst. <laughs> Um, uh-huh. I was I was actually looking into this not to talk about COVID for longer than we need to, uh, but I was looking uh-huh. into like the why things were named like Delta and Omicron and stuff and all the the Greek alphabet thingies. Turns out we've had loads more variants that we just haven't heard of. I was like, why did they skip to Omicron? Omicron is like really low down in the alphabet, and it's like, oh no, we actually have all of the other variants before it. We just haven't heard about them because they're not that prevalent. So that's uh-huh. fun. That's, that's fun. It's cool. <clears throat> anyway this this one is the one that just decided to be an asshole and yeah. really just ramp everything up and ruin everything again everything shut mm-hmm. down in ontario here again mm-hmm. like we're yeah. we're basically in full lockdown now which yeah. is real fun considering i'm not at home mm-hmm. yeah real, real good yeah nice and fun yeah. we uh we are not locked down at all we probably should be but we're not. <laughs> ah, fun. Let's actually talk about some 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 fun stuff. Let's say what. Let's let's transition away from the from the sad stuff. Let's talk about NXT. Start with because it was a decent show. We're gonna have some fun talking on this podcast. Talk about a good show, uh, and then we're gonna come back to the outro. We'll talk about some more stuff that was fun. Yeah. So let's talk about NXT because we've got a new NXT champion. Hot damn, Bron Breakman. Well, hey. Bron Breaker, the Magical Wizard, is your new... The Magical NXT... Wizard? <laughs> yep, that's what I said. I'm sticking with it. Is, is your new NXT champion. Here's the show. And NXT champion Bron Breaker. Bron Breaker, your new NXT champion, defeating Tommaso Ciampa in the main event of New Year's Evil last night by making him tap in the Steiner recliner. Goodness me. Welcome to the WrestleTalk podcast review of New Year's Evil. I am Chopper Pequenel. I'm joined by my intangible co-host Tempest. And we're going to break it all down today, all of New Year's Evil. We're going to go through it. Get in your Ultra Chats. If you have some thoughts about anything on the show, let us know at WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. And said Ben, because then we'll read them out, all the ones that are five bucks and up by the time the show goes off the air. Also, yes, Tempest is coming to us from the void, apparently. Uh, So, yeah. From the Tempest Cave. From the Tempest Cave. Yes, that's exactly it. (laughs) Tempest has COVID, y'all. Bam. Tempest has COVID, y'all. So he is isolating in a hotel room. So that's fun. Uh, But we lucky we still have Tempest for the show. So send him your well wishes and 
yeah, it'll be it'll, he'll get better soon, hopefully. Uh, but regardless, let's hopefully, get into yeah. this nothing that I new... love doing more uh, when I have COVID than watching NXT. Absolutely. Well, yeah. at least, at least you got to watch a half decent show because we're gonna talk about yeah. the main event of this show to start with, which was Braun Breaker versus Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT Championship. Uh, I think a lot of people probably saw this one coming after Champa defeated Bron Breaker at Halloween Havoc, Bron Breaker pinning uh, Champa at uh, War Games. I think a lot of people probably saw Bron Breaker winning here uh, in this New Year's Evil match, which mm -hmm. did indeed happen. On the entrance, Bron Breaker smashed a big X of the old NXT logo. He, he broke it in two. Oh no, the old NXT is dead. That's on the nose and also looked a bit bad because it looked like it was like polystyrene <laughs> yeah and also yeah. not not quite what i want my top star to do when it's generally acknowledged that everyone loves nxt the old one and not this one mm -hmm. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah 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 it's like oh it's like kylo ren the past is is dead. Kill it if you have to. It's like that's great if it's like the bad guy doing all that. I don't mm -hmm. think Ron Breaker's supposed to be like you know an evil Kylo Ren character. Nah, he's yeah, just a guy who hates uh, old because he's new, so he breaks the old logo. Whatever. Um, the match itself I thought was decently fun. I thought it was a pretty good match, all in, all things considered. Um. They did a couple throwbacks to their previous thing with the uh, with the, the one mistake he made at Halloween Havoc where he slipped on the rope. Uh, he went to go do it another time in the match and then hesitated. And I was like, why are you even trying it? Um, but, you know, he, he, he did it anyway and Champa took advantage because he hesitated. Uh, Champa got busted open. Brombreaker kicked out Willow's Bell. My God, that's crazy. And then he did an Alabama slam through the commentary table. Wow, this is cool. Um... Bron Breaker hit his big uh, gorilla press power slam thing. <laughs> you can tell he's still a little bit green because he went for the pin on both legs and then remembered that yep. Champa was going to put one leg on the rope and he was like, oh, no, I need to pin the inside leg. But it was already too late because it was like at like a two count. So then Champa had to kick out by holding the rope with his hand instead of his leg, <laughs> which I thought was quite you, funny. But you, know. you could hear me go through that entire realization like in real time. Because anytime they're even remotely close to the ropes, I'm just like, well, this is the foot on the rope spot. And sure enough, you know, he goes in, he grabs the outside leg, and it's like, oh, maybe they're not going to do it. Maybe this is the finish. And then I, it's not like, oh, he grabbed the rope with his arm, and I was like, oh, they got me. It was him going, oh, wrong leg. Oh. And he, like, does a mad scramble to grab the inside leg instead. That's uh, whatever. Yeah, it was it was a little Doesn't funny thing. Me that much, but, uh, no, it was it was just a little funny thing. Uh, Champa came back and did a ton of knee strikes, like took the pad down and did a bunch of knee strikes to to Brombreaker. Got him back in, hit the fairy tale ending one, two, and Brombreaker kicked out. And I legitimately was like, "Whoa, that's nuts!" After like it was like a proper like flurry of knee strikes into the fairy tale ending, and Brombreaker kicked out. It was a crazy crazy near fall that one. Uh, but then. Brombreaker came back. He did his thing off the second rope. He didn't make a mistake this time. He did a, a bulldog. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, and then he did the Steiner recliner. Took the straps down. Steiner recliner. Made Tommaso Ciampa tap. And Brombreaker is your new NXT champion. What did you What did you think of the match overall, Tempest? 
Uh, overall, it was, it was it was pretty good. You know, it was pretty solid. I think it's about as solid of a match as I think you can get out of Braun Breaker at the moment. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you can obviously have like a crazy, unbelievable blow away match if it's like War Games where there's seven other people involved and and everything you can dress it up and obviously it's war game so there's a bunch of plunder and tomfoolery going on but in a match like this in a in a main event match i think this is about his ceiling currently you know obviously as he continues to progress that ceiling will get higher and higher or at least we hope it does but currently i think this is about what he is i think he's about like yeah i thought it was like a three star main event something like that which is still a good match. It's a really good mm-hmm. match. Like it's just, it's good. It's good. It's just like, I saw some people saying that like this show was like takeover levels. And I was just like, what takeovers were you watching? Like the last mm. year of takeovers, maybe where it's like, yeah, it's a solid show. But I mean, like goodness folks, have we, have we already forgotten the the heights that takeovers were at for so long? Um, but otherwise, I mean, I thought the show was, was, was good overall. I thought this was like a decently good main event. You know, I think Braun Breaker winning the NXT championship uh, is the direction that I knew that they would go in, you know, but there were still some things that I didn't love about all this. I don't think that Tommaso Ciampa, the character, should ever be tapping out to lose the NXT championship. And I know mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you put him in the Steiner recliner, he's got a bad neck, all that sort of thing. I just don't think that his character should have lost a match like this by submission, at least not willingly tapping out. He could pass out or or do whatever. But that also plays into the idea that I don't think any part of Tommaso Ciampa's title run this time around has been anywhere near as important as it should have felt considering what it could have been, you know, like, he won it in like the semi main event segment of that show. Cause the index wedding was the main event. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is Tommaso Ciampa. He, in my opinion, is the best NXT champion ever, you know, with his first run, at least one of the top tier of guys holding that title at the very least, like, ah, come on. Like this title run should have been like all oh, the climb to back to the top of the mountain. He never lost the title. It means the most to him. It's taken him two years or however long it was to get back to this title. And he just like, he wins it in like a, a decent match in the middle of a show. He has like one title defense and then loses it again. And like no part of this ever felt as important as I wanted it to. And it's just, nah, it, it's it's disappointing. But I'm hoping that now that they've got the title on their 2.0 guy, they can put like more effort into the title picture. And hopefully we get better things out of it going forward. Yeah, I, I think that uh, the thing with Champa's character is I don't really feel like he is the same character as he was before. Like since since the 2.0 yeah. days, he's now just become like the last vestiges of NXT 1.0. And like that's his whole character is he's just like the 1.0 guardian now. And he's fending off the 2.0 guys. And that's the whole thing. Like the whole stuff with Goldie and all that stuff, like that doesn't really matter anymore because he's now the 1.0 guy that's stopping all the 2.0 guys from, from coming in. Like his whole title run, him winning the title was just, he's the guy that's going to lose to Brom Breaker. That, that was the point. To me, it already felt like Brom Breaker 
was inherently already the NXT champion. It was just a matter of time before he beat Champa. So I was never invested in Champa as the champion this time because I knew he was just going to lose it to Bron Breaker down the line kind of thing. So I yeah. didn't I didn't really like you said, it just didn't feel very important this whole this whole time round. Uh, but you know, it was um it was still a, a decent match. I don't I don't hate Bron Breaker as NXT champion. Like again, it's not what I would do if I had the the promotion or whatever. But like I don't hate it. He's okay. He's probably the best you know new 2.0 guy that they've had come in because I don't know if you count Carmelo Hayes as a 2.0 guy. Maybe I don't know. Um, but. Yeah. You know, he's definitely up there. He's he's interesting. He's fun. You know, he's not Von Wagner at the very least. You know, he's not, you know, some of the other guys that have come in. He's He's got a lot of upside to him. And it was it was a decent match. Bron Breaker is NXT champion. I'm curious to see where they go from here. I'm curious to see what they do with Champa as well. And I don't know if that's a good curiosity or a, oh God, I don't know what they're going to do with him now kind of feeling. But meh, we'll, uh, we'll have to see, I guess. Yeah. They, they've... He hitched his wagon to NXT for better mm, or worse, sure did. you know, yeah. and for a long time, that was for the better. Now, maybe, maybe not so much. And I don't know if he stays in NXT forever. I don't know if he goes to the main roster. I don't know. I don't know what you do with Tommaso Ciampa. We're going to end up seeing what happens, obviously, but man, it's 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 tough. It's interesting. I think they'll put more effort into the NXT title picture now that they're now that it's on their guy. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Braun Breaker is several levels below Tommaso Ciampa as a worker. So that doesn't like, especially when you now look at the NXT roster as opposed to what it was like just a year ago. It doesn't fill me with a ton of confidence on the show going forward because, like, okay, we're gonna get Braun Breaker against. Tony D'Angelo, or we're going to get Braun Breaker against, I don't know, Von Wagner or something. Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller. Yeah. Or uh, what's the guy that just got his head shaved? Uh, Duke Hudson. You know, it's like none of these matches like get me excited really at all. And if the idea is still for Braun Breaker to defend against like the other few remaining 1.0 guys, like maybe a Cameron Grimes or a Pete Dunn or something like that. That's a bit better, but I'd also, I don't know, just like the, the good wrestlers to be in the main event. So I don't know. My, my opinion of it is just kind of all over the place. I'll wait to see how it all pans out to really judge it, but mm-hmm. uh, no, we'll see. I, I think I just maybe enjoyed this more than I, would have otherwise because there was some decent wrestling on this show and that's more than i can normally say for it yeah uh there's more than i can normally say for a normal episode of nxt so i left the show going huh that was better than normal that was good (laughs) and maybe that's just conflating with an actual like good idea to put the title on bron breaker and, and the future of that who knows Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. 
Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. But let's see what uh, what you guys thought of the thing. Send in your ultra chats to wrestletalk.com forward slash support. And we'll read out all the ones that are five US bucks and up by the time the show goes off the air. Riot DR comes in to say, so a Steiner is the main champion. Young guys are, ca- are calling out the vets and there's a pole match next week. This smells kind of Russo. Jokes aside, I'm happy Breaker the magical Steiner got his moment. <laughs> it was nice yeah and, and rick steiner came out and was celebrating mm. with them after the show went off the air he did yes but he's he's not a steiner <laughs> he's not steiner he's Bron breaker he's, he's, he's rick steiner's just a guy yeah just a guy he just decided mm-hmm. to come out and celebrate rick steiner hasn't been seen in wwe in like 30 years Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I I don't know either. But like, apparently, did you hear that the Bron Breaker name was Bron Breaker's idea? That was him. Well, that doesn't fill me with confidence. But... <laughs> and like, and he was oh, saying like man. his premise behind it. He was saying he was like, you know, I just really like the idea of being like the Breaker. Uh, I feel like that's a really cool name. I was like, why don't you call yourself 
the breaker Rex Steiner. Like, have as a nickname, you know? Why? Why has it got two Ks in it? I don't know, man. That's... Why Didn't does matter. it have two um, Ks in it? Why does it have two Ks <laughs> in it, man? Um, uh, Riot DR again said, uh, I'm all right with Champa tapping out. In canon, being able to play with his daughter supersedes all else. And in kayfabe, a recliner slash clutch is a spine destroyer. Also, why is Von Wagner? Great question. I, you have no idea how many times I asked that in the edited review that will never be seen because technology sucks. I think mm -hmm. if, well, see again, we, we can all, all of us, Pete and I and all of our listeners collectively can all theorize and, and come up with ideas and stuff. If they had Chim Tommaso Ciampa come out and say that next week, and be like, man, he put me in a recliner. I've got a bad neck. I I wanted to think about running around and playing with my daughter. I'd be like, perfect explanation. No, nothing wrong with that whatsoever. I'm totally sold. I don't believe for a second they're going to put that much thought into this. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think they're ever going to mention it again. No, but, because, I, mean, because otherwise... I, I don't think that puts over it enough because they want Champa to just be like, no, he beat me. You know, he was just that yeah. good. I just tapped because he's great. And I think that's yeah, the exactly. expectation they, they want you to have. Yeah. And I, I saw somebody say earlier, like, oh, Walter tapped out, so it's okay that Champa did it. And it's like, they're totally apples to oranges. Yeah. You know, nothing to do with one another. Walter tapping out is awesome because he is, he is Goliath. He doesn't have, like, the emotional connection to the belt. You know, whereas Champa, like the belt defined who he was during that first title reign. And I wanted that same connection with this title reign and I never got it. And that was more my point. But I don't know I, if they say that, if they connect it with the daughter thing, I love that idea. But I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, me neither. Um, we'll get into uh, more of your Ultra Chats later on. Keep sending those in at wrestletalk.com forward slash support, and we'll go through all the ones that are five US dollars and up by the time the show goes off the air. But for now... Let's get into talking about the rest of New Year's Evil as we go through uh, the rest of the show, which started off with the uh, title unification match of Carmelo Hayes versus Roderick Strong. Um, I feel like they sort of shouldn't have said that the winner will be called the North American champion before the match <laughs> because it kind of gave away who was going to win. <laughs> like, A little bit. I don't know, because they just said like, I mean, it's a title unification match, but really what we're doing is retiring the Cruiserweight belt. Like, I feel like they should have said that, you know, whoever wins this match, their title is the defining title, which again, would have given away who won. But at least in kayfabe, it keeps up the, you know, the um, pretense that both of these champions believe that their title is the title to have. Whereas they go, mm -hmm. the winner of this match will be crowned, will be called the North American champion. It's like, Cool. So that's the important one. So Carmelo's winning. Good to know. Yeah. And he did. That was something. And he did. Clean as a sheet. Just he just won. No interference from Trick Williams or Diamond Mine. Uh he I like that. He 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 just won. Yeah. It was I good. Like that. It was a fun match. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's a very fun match. That was a weird superplex spot where like Roddy like 
I think that I, I don't know what was supposed to happen here. And I don't know if it was actually a botch or like it was supposed to look that way. And it was supposed to be like, oh, both of them got like really bad off this. I have no idea. I was just, I was very confused coming out of it. Cause like Roddy fell off the rope, fell off the ropes. It was like a controlled fall off the ropes. And then Carmelo Hayes like flipped off the ropes. Like he was going to do a superplex, but also he then landed and he did the pin on strong. And I was like, wait, who, what, who came off worse mm. on that? Was very confused with that spot. No idea what happened. Um, that but then really he got up cool and did his leg drop that. afterwards, and Carmelo won. So good, yeah. North American champion Carmelo I've... Hayes. Great. Yeah, I thought that Trick Williams was really overacting in this match. You know, yep. Like I couldn't not look at him the whole time. Like my eyes mm-hmm. were just glued on him, which is not what you want from like a second or whatever. You want them to to add to the match. And not be a distraction like that. I don't know. It might be kind of nitpicky, but like, man, I, I was just watching him and he was just like freaking out the whole time and not in a Malcolm Bivens, big eyes, you know, goofball heel manager kind of way. It was just like, all right, let's, let's turn it down a little bit there, pal. <laughs> but just turn it a little bit, a little bit. But I thought this match was really good. It didn't, not surprising, obviously, as these are two of the guys that are still like really top level workers in NXT. And that's really good stuff. You know, I, I think that it's really sad that we had really high expectations for an NXT Cruiserweight Championship push very recently. Hey, <laughs> Reported big plans, big plans for that Cruiserweight belt. You know, it's going to be like one of the top featured belts in NXT, you know? They, they fired the entire 205 Live roster like two they weeks sure after that. But regardless, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's in the past. As as for this show, it, it's fine. There really isn't an NXT Cruiserweight Championship division. I mean, Joe Gacy was challenging for the damn belt at the last show. So, like, who cares? We're not, we're not really losing that much. We don't need that many belts on a show like this. And Carmelo Hayes, I think, is one of, like, it probably at this point is my favorite NXT guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, as far as like, I don't really expect a big push out of any of the other 1.0 guys. And he is really talented. I want to see him ascend. I want to see him keep having great matches. And if he's going to do that as North American champion, I'm all about it. This is a really, really solid little opener here. And I think the right guy won. I agree with every point that you just made. Uh, we then got a backstage segment with Tommaso Ciampa and AJ Styles, who was on this show. Uh, AJ came in and he was like, You've, good luck defending that belt. And then he like walked off and Champa said, welcome back to NXT. And I was like, AJ wasn't from NXT. What are you talking about, Champa? It's weird. She doesn't even go here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just weird. Huh? It's just a weird line. Odd. That's uh, fine. Uh, we then got the announcement that the Dusty Tag Team Classic is returning. The men's tournament starts in two weeks, and the women's tournament starts in February. Great. Oh, boy. The women's tag team tournament with mm-hmm. two teams. Mm-hmm. Wait, there are two no. teams and the champions. Uh, yep. Yep, that is correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like... So you're going to get Raquel Gonzalez and Cora Jade as a team, probably. But oh, how will they coexist? My God. Uh, who else? <sighs> Wendy Chu and Tiffany Stratton. I don't know. I'm just throwing names out now. 
there's going to be so many of these thrown together teams. Like so yeah. many of them. Oh, the only teams they have are thrown together teams. At least Toxic Attraction yeah. have like a name. That's yeah, something. They're a group. That's that's yeah, something. That's but they're the team. champions. Are they going to be in the tournament? They might have. They might have to be like we're we're the tag team champions, but we want to prove again that we're the best tag team in NXT. Haha, we're gonna win the Dusty Classic and be like, I know what you're doing here. You can't fool me. You don't have eight teams to fill out a bracket. They don't have four teams to fill out half a bracket. <laughs> um, so I might as well mention this now, uh, because we're talking about the Dusty Tag Team Classic. Because later on in the show. Uh, we had, uh, after the MSK and uh, Riddle versus Imperium match, which mm-hmm. MSK and Riddle won, which I was not a fan of, but we'll talk about that more later. Um, they had a, a, a segment in the parking lot where Riddle scooted off, and then the Creed brothers came up to MSK and said, the only way you're getting a tag team title shot is through the Dusty Tag Team Classic. And I went, Why? They've just pinned the champions. By your own rules, WWE, that means they now get a title shot. Why do they... No, Pete, you don't understand. Mm. This wasn't a championship contenders match. No. (sighs) And you can make the argument that Riddle was the one that pinned. So, therefore, MSK didn't, right? You could make that argument. It's just so strange... For them to come up and be like, the only way you're getting a tag team title shot is through the Dusty Classic. It's like, when has that ever applied? And when has that stopped anyone yeah. from challenging for any title ever? Like, that's just not a thing. But yeah, they're trying to make it interesting, I guess. Like, they've got like four, five tag teams now. So that's something. You know, can't wait sure. for the Grid Strong Vets to be knocked out in the first round. That's going to be fun. Oh my god. Yeah, honestly. Um, and I mean, like, the, there's some, it was like a, a real throwaway line here where the Grizzly Young, uh, not the Grizzly Young, the Creed Brothers said something like, uh, they talked about, like, the tournament committee or something like that. And I was like, what committee? Piss off. Like, it's such a throwaway line. But, like, yeah. William Regal is, is, like, dead or something. He's, he's taken a sabbatical. Oh, yeah. He hasn't been he seen on this show. Anymore. There's no authority figures. You got Von yeah. Wagner attacking fans later in the show, and William Regal's nowhere to be seen. So don't talk yeah. to me about a committee that doesn't exist, like the Fox yeah. and, and USA War Rooms. It's just a bunch <laughs> of people that – a bunch of extras they paid 50 bucks a piece. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, there's also – this that just takes me out of it. Because, I, like, I yeah. hear that, and I was like, bullshit. Excuse me. But but yeah, like, that's just wrong. Incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, you've lost me. <laughs> Very stupid. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be Joe Gacy and Harlan that actually win, isn't it? No. <laughs> Don't wanna. <laughs> what happened to Brian Kendrick? Uh, did I miss something? I did watch last week's show. Um, He, I assume, had COVID. We don't know, uh. but like... There was a lot of last-minute changes to NXT, and there was apparently part of okay. the outbreak, and he wasn't there. So I, I assume COVID. I don't know. That's just speculation on my part. But he wasn't there. Like he knows showed. So okay, who knows? That, that um, that's 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 fair. That's fair. yeah. That's it's, it's slightly more uh, 
understandable. Um, but after that, after that dusty announcement, we got AJ Styles coming out to the ring, who was in full-on babyface mode here. I know he was positioned as the babyface in the AJ and Omos split angle, uh, but he was like full babyface here, like soaking up the the chance for the crowd, and be like, oh. My fans, you know, I could never knew, do this without you guys. I've had so many highlights in my career, but that that noise, I never get old. I'm like, that's like, like full, full baby face. Goodness me! All right, cool. Um, but he's saying, you know, he does have some regrets in his career. He didn't start in NXT, but now he's here, you know, and now he's gonna be. He's gonna. He's never had a one on one match in NXT, and now he's gonna do it. It's like, why didn't you do this promo three years ago? Come on, yeah. man. Can you imagine? Like, can you imagine AJ Styles showing up? Like, AJ Styles, Gallows, and Anderson taking on Undisputed mm-hmm. Era in, like, 2017, 2018. Oh, like, God! That's so good! It happen again. Go to a different company. <laughs> True, yeah. yeah. Totally good. That's not going to happen, but, um, you know. Yeah. Uh, but then Grayson Waller came out, and he said that the reason AJ lost to Omos on Raw was because he was too concerned of thinking about Grayson Waller. And then AJ said, hey man, I've never had a one-on-one match in NXT before. I'm in my gear. Why don't we do it right now? And Grayson Waller said, no, I don't want to do it at New Year's Evil. I need a spotlight. What does that mean, Grayson Waller? You're on a TV special with limited ad breaks. What are you talking about, you numpty? And he said, we're going to do it at the main event of a regular episode of NXT next week. <laughs> like i get it's a heel shtick you yeah. know but it's it's dumb and it's always it's gonna be dumb. a heel shtick that makes sense though that's the thing right like yeah and that just doesn't it's like we need a spotlight it's like you you have the biggest spotlight you could have aside from like you know war games like a takeover level spotlight this is a tv special this is a big spotlight yeah and he said, no, the yeah. main event of a re- of a normal episode of NXT is obviously much bigger. Uh, but whatever. It was fine. Uh, so they're going to fight next week. Cool. Cool. I'm intrigued. I don't know what the finish of this is going to be. Because, I mean, AJ Styles is AJ Styles. And it's like, damn. Yeah. So you going to lose to Grayson Waller? And if he doesn't, it's like, Omos. damn, why are... Yeah. It's, it's, it's whatever. Whatever. Yeah. My my thoughts uh, on all this were basically, and I may I may have said this on a previous podcast, but it's been a few weeks and I got a COVID brain, so you know whatever. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles having not wrestled the top stars of NXT really does just make me think that like m- like my idea of priorities in wrestling and WWE's ideas of priorities in wrestling are just so diametrically opposite. Yeah, you know. The, the idea that you've had AJ Styles under contract for six years, mm-hmm. and at no point during those six years could you find a time for him to wrestle Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Like, that's a home run yeah. right there. Guaranteed, mm-hmm. like, five-star, classic, maybe the best match WWE's ever had. Couldn't find a time in six years. That's ridiculous. But mm-hmm. the same thing goes with like Adam Cole and list off as many names as you want from NXT. It just doesn't make sense at all that you have those guys under contract and you don't put them with your best in-ring workers. 
I mean, for goodness sake, look at the same thing. Like, how many dream matches did we actually get out of out of Brian Danielson's return run in WWE? It's like a small handful, you know? Yeah. But again, how did we not get Danielson versus Gargano? How did we not get Johnny Gargano against, like, every single top-level worker in WWE? Because their priorities are just so totally different. Yeah. And that, honestly, is just, like kind of depressing to me you know mm-hmm. whereas like again you don't want to compare everything to like aew and stuff but you look at aew and they're just like oh we got brian danielson kenny omega right off the bat like yeah. we got a dream match right here people want to see mjf and cm punk here it is look at the dream match yeah. it's what you want there's yeah. so many matches and i'm not saying that like you got to have a dream match like every single month to get people burnt out or anything like that you know i'm not saying that but the matches look at them you just mm-hmm. put them together and let them do the work and they yeah. don't do that and it's 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 sad also i felt like this promo really did feel like it should have been cut like a year ago or two years yeah. ago 100 percent. you know absolutely like oh yeah. the nxt the nxt fans and the passion and all that it's like eh, you know you know <laughs> <laughs> not, not doesn't so quite ring true anymore but that's okay yeah. um yeah. he's doing the phenomenal form, but yeah, yeah you, you know just, you, yeah. you gotta like, say these it. things because it's the promo it's the promo yeah. but listening to the promo is like yeah this is a promo that should have been cut two years ago mm-hmm. um yeah he's doing the phenomenal forum but grace and waller got out of the way uh so they're gonna have a match next week pete dunn did a promo he's gonna have a rematch with tony with tony d'angelo which was confirmed later in the show to be a crowbar on a pole match. Oh, oh God. Oh, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's not yeah, I, good. Uh, no. I've, I've said there, my has piece. Has there ever been? Has there ever this. been? Tempest, fact check me on this one. Has there mm-hmm. ever been a good blank on a pole match? Ever? I don't want to say no, because I feel like there's been dozens of these things there's probably been a halfway decent one at some point mm-hmm. maybe but yeah. for god's sake like it's it's just the dumbest little match like oh it's on a pole let's let's take the thing that they want let's not have a ladder match where they gotta climb let, let's make them climb a fire pole uh, yeah. uh, i'm vince russo bro. uh, uh. uh. Sure, yeah, whatever. We need Luke in here to do his Vince <laughs> Russo impression. Uh, sure, uh, whatever. Uh, we then had a backstage segment with uh, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter, and Amari Miller was also there, and they were chatting, and then Indy Hartwell and Persia Parotta said something. I couldn't tell you what they said, just something about, like, you're a tag team, and we're also a tag team, so... Yeah. And then... They said, well, there's three of us and there's two of you. You need a third or something. So then they turned around and Tiffany Stratton was there. And she was like, uh, no. Uh, and then went on the phone and said, Daddy, all these girls are gross. And then walked off. And then Wendy Chu was there, who's been sleeping a lot, remember, in the background of shots for a few weeks. And then they went up to her and they were like, who are you? And she goes, Wendy Chu. Like, they should know that. And then she like went back to sleep or something. That was, that was the whole segment right there show is really dumb you know <laughs> like you can this show was better than normal the show was oh, much better. better than normal because yeah. it was primarily just long matches it was matches yeah. given time and that's it 
speak of the devil and he shall appear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Luke. Did, did someone ask for a Vince Russo impersonation? Sure did, because we got a crowbar on a pole match next week you on uh, an NXT. Crowbar on the pole match is the only way that NXT 2.0 gonna get over, bro. No one wants to see AJ Styles versus Johnny Gargano. They want to see Pete Dunne taking on some other guy with the thing on the pole. You get the pole down, bro. You climb the pole. You grab the thing. You get over, pal. It's the only way. Don't flippity-doo. None of this pyro belly hoo hoopla nonsense. I want to see poles and I want to see him get over, bro. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Luke. And he's Luke. gone. <laughs> and he's gone. <laughs> he took himself out, by the way. He just closed the tab. He was gone. Gone from the back yeah. end. Never said. Thanks, Luke. Appreciate it, mate. Oh, um, a, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming that was the booking process for uh, for the crowbar on the pole match. Thank you, Luke. Uh, yeah, stuff just happens on NXT. Like this whole backstage segment was like, what yeah i honestly we spent too much time in it who cares um here's something that took up time so we can we also have time to talk about it imperium versus msk and riddle so msk recruited riddle he was their shaman after those terrible vignettes uh and then you had walter rejoined up with marcel bartel and fabian eichner to like re re put together imperium and i was like god you know, I don't like seeing Walter on 2.0, but I do like seeing Walter. Always oh, good, mm-hmm. Eddie. As soon as he started coming out, I was like, it's only Walter in it. Oh, now, now I'm excited. <laughs> Love Walter. Um, MSK and Riddle had a DJ, apparently. Yeah, Who did? I like this entrance. I mean, it was fine. I don't think he did anything because the music played the same as normal. Uh, so I thought it, if you'd have had a no, DJ, they, you'd have had they, some, they, you know. They remixed the, the, the two songs together at the start. And then no, they transitioned into the Riddle song definitely wasn't paying attention um yeah cool that was cool in that case good job mr dj person um walter killed everyone that was fun he came yeah. in the match and he just and he just started running wild and killing everyone that was good fun i enjoyed that bit of the match that was good uh, and they had some really fun like six man action in this match like they normally do in wwe multi-man matches lots of like big dives together and stuff like that and like every time it would be like Fabian Eichner or Marcel Bartel be getting worked over. Walter would come in and he'd kill someone, um, which was great. That's exactly how Walter should be used. Um, well, then we got towards the the um, towards the finish of this one where Walter did a big drop kick, and I was like, "Oh God, that's awesome!" Um, and then the uh, Imperium guys did some some good stuff where they threw off uh, I can't remember who it was. I think it might have been Wesley, and like Fabian Eichner caught him and did like this big brainbuster, and then he kicked out, and I was like, "Oh no, the." Baby faces are winning, aren't they? Oh no! Mm-hmm. And yeah, they did. Riddle pinned Marcel Bartel with an RKO, which, like, I I have so many mixed feelings about this because I understand why you want the baby faces to win because they've just MSK are back. They got their shaman. You you, you don't want to have that storyline not pay off. You know, you need them to get a big win on their on their come back because you want to pay off that shaman story they've refound themselves they're going to be challenging for the tag team titles again soon i understand you want to give them a big win but also you've just reunited imperium and they're the tag team champions and also it's walter so like you know this is the first thing that he's probably done since losing the uk title so like i feel like he shouldn't have lost in this match so i don't i, I don't know i would i personally would have had imperium win um 
but that's just me. I, it, it's hard yeah. for me to tell. It's really hard for me to tell whether I didn't like this result because I personally like Imperium or because it was a bad booking choice. Because I don't know whether I'm I just a it, fan of the a, people that lost, you know? I think it's a bit of both. I think it's a bit of both because the idea that Riddle is the one that gets the pin and then he leaves NXT is the complete mm. opposite of what this style of booking is supposed to do. You're supposed to use the main event stars or the big stars who come in for a two or three week run. And then they give the rub to the younger guys that are going to be there every week, make them look like the stars. And then you move on and you forget that the big guy will not forget that he was there, but he's gone now. And now they're still there. So you make them the talking point. They didn't do that. Like if MSK was going to beat Imperium, MSK should have beaten them. Riddle should not have gotten the pin here. And that's just that, you know? And that completely takes that because you can beat the tag champions in a six man match in order to get a title shot. I don't think that is like horrendous booking, you know, because that, that's pretty standard because there's extraneous circumstances that make it so the tag team can't work as, as best as they normally should. In theory, that's the idea. But when you actually look at it in a vacuum, it doesn't work. Because you've got, it's not just, oh, they added a third person to their team and they lost because of it. No, it's Walter. It's the leader of their faction. The three of them are a faction. Riddle and MSK are not. They're kind of close. It's not just thrown together. There is some storyline there. But I don't think that the faction should be losing to the non-faction. And it's just bad. It's whatever. It doesn't matter that much, but it matters even less when you think that they're not getting a title shot based off of this. They got to go through the stupid dusty cup. It's whatever. It's all over the place. I don't expect good booking from NXT, but it's just like, it was a fun match though. So I don't want to complain too much about it. Like riddles. Great. MSK are still really good in ring Imperium. It's a really fun, really fun clash of styles. Walter has the most unique style in WWE. So all of his matches feel fun and different. It's just good. You know, I love Walter. Yeah. I love him with all of my heart. He's also, I very, said, very I said this, I said this yesterday during my edited review, which no one will ever see. Can we do like, can we, can we work with probably not, but can we work with them to, uh, to set up like a charity stream where I'll take one chop from Walter for every thousand dollars that we raise. <laughs> I've given up. I've given up my body once for this. Yeah. I'll do it again. Yeah. Like, let's let's. I, hey, you got to turn down charity WWE. You got to turn down yeah. some. We're gonna make make kids happy or something. I don't know. Pick a charity. I don't care which one. Let's 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 make a difference. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to do that. Brutalize. Get a get a Wham. contact WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I I I would have thought that with the MSK needing to go through the Dusty Cup to get another shot anyway, I would have thought that the story would be that they'd lose. Riddle would maybe take the pin here. You could have Walter pin him to like protect Riddle in defeat. Um, but you could have him take the pin here, and then he can be like, all right, look, you can't just come back and expect to still be at the top. You need to earn your way back to another title shot. That was my bad. I'm going to have to go back to Raw now, but you guys have got the Dusty Cup, and I know you guys are never going to give up, so I know you guys can scratch and claw your way through that Dusty Cup, and now you're on the right track again. We know, I know that you can get back to the Tag Team Titles, make, win that Dusty Cup, and get your mm -hmm. Tag Team Title shot. I would have felt like that would have been fine if Imperium won. 
Yeah, know. and even like if they just didn't do this match and they just did the story that MSK is trying to return to what they were and the only way that they can do that is by winning the Dusty Cup, which mm. would be fine considering they... I don't even know if they'd had a match since losing the titles or they've just been having their no, little they, spiritual they weed, just had the weed adventure. You know? If that's just the case, like they haven't won or had a match in months. So it makes sense that they should have to go through the Dusty Cup to a tag team title shot. But no, that doesn't make sense because you had them beat the tag champions. Mm-hmm. Just don't yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to rinse through some of the rest of this because we've still got a few things to talk about. Joe Gacy and Harland are going to be competing in the Dusty Cup, but they don't want to get straight in. They want to prove that they're a legit tag team or whatever. They don't want handouts. So they're going to earn their way to get into it and qualify or something. Sure, whatever. Um, Good for them. Mandy Rose arrived in a helicopter before her match, which we'll talk about in a second. But first, we need to talk about Electra Lopez, who says that she's attracted to success. So it's going to be Zion Quinn versus Santos Escobar, and the winner leaves with Electra Lopez. I'm pretty sure this was a plot point in Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. (laughs) The best movie of the series. We're going to have an Electra Lopez on a pole match. Yeah, legit. Christ. Uh, whatever. I I don't really care. I'll be honest. Yeah, the last match that these two had was like meh, so I'm not super excited mm. for the rematch. But hopefully, after this, the storyline can be done and over with. Yeah. Uh, but then we had, as previously mentioned, the arrival of Mandy Rose in a helicopter for the triple threat women's uh, championship match. Raquel Gonzalez, Cora Jade, and Mandy Rose. It's helicopter versus motorbike versus skateboard. The match a we mini skateboard. A mini skateboard, specifically. Yeah. I wonder who's going to uh, win. They should have had a race. They should have had a race. That's what they should have done, Tempest. You're right. <laughs> that would have been the way to settle it. Um, this match was pretty decent, though. I enjoyed it. Um, pretty decent pace through it. It had the standard kind of formula of going like singles match, one person rolls up, singles match, one person rolls up, singles match, uh, for a little while. They had some stuff, uh, interacting with all three of them. There's a few weapons during like the ad breaks, uh, some kendo sticks and stuff like that. Um, but then there was a weird bit of the match where Cora Jade got taken out of the match by Raquel Gonzalez on the it's outside the of the ring. Thing. And then Mandy Rose, who, by the way, has been fighting in this match for like 10 minutes. Without an issue. She's just been, you know, wrestling like a wrestler for like 10 minutes. Cora Jade then gets thrown outside the ring. Raquel Gonzalez inside the ring. And Mandy Rose starts looking down at Cora Jade like, Oh no. I'm like, Oh no. What? No, Cora Jade. Killed her. No, she's dead. Like, ah, no. What? No. And then Raquel Gonzalez is like, You should get in the ring and fight me. And then Mandy Rose starts to run away. Why? There's so much of this that didn't make any sense. <laughs> like, what? Like, this if match been... was Mandy's idea. Yeah, and she this had was Mandy's this idea plan. After a street fight. <laughs> after Raquel Gonzalez murdered Dakota Kai dead. Murdered her. She knows I, I what just... she's capable of. But because there was one gorilla press slam, she's just like, can't wrestle this woman. She's too much for me. Too much now. And like, if she'd been like running away 
through the rest of the match if she'd been like avoiding conflict the whole match and then sure. finally like raquel had like taken out Cora Jane and was like right you and me let's go and mandy was like uh-oh I done goofed. I need to run away. That makes way more sense than her actually having a normal ass match for like 10 minutes. And then because of one gorilla press, she's like, I better run now. Like, wait, why? Mm -hmm. What? I thought you were fighting. What? You were holding your own fighting perfectly normally. Like, what's going on? It was, it was a poor, poorly told story is basically what we're trying to say. I feel like there's yeah, a modicum of story in there. It's told very poorly. Um... But then uh, she gets in and wrestles Raquel a bit. She gets choke bombed, but then Cora Jade breaks up that pin. Uh, they were telling this bit where Cora Jade was finally going to get her moment. Cora Jade crawling towards Bandy Rose to do a roll up. Shining Cora Jade moment with a roll up. And then Mandy rolled up Cora Jade and said, and then she won. Lol. You're giving that way too much credit. <laughs> this was like this was the worst looking roll up finish I think I've ever seen. It was not good. It was not good. I don't want I don't want to be harsh, but I did not think this match was very good. It yeah. was just like it wasn't like train wreck horrible. It wasn't like a terrible match. No. It just was like this was a match that felt like it was on a developmental show, which you could argue hmm. this is. Which but it I could is, also yeah. argue that it's 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 just a bad show, you know. Yeah. In in general, not this week's episode in particular, but in general, they seem to really love putting the green person in really complicated matches, right? Which yeah. is a really really stupid idea. And we saw this like with the the there was like the ladder match that was that was ridiculous a few weeks or a few months ago whatever and then there was like another triple threat match i don't remember which of them was involved you know you know the the one triple threat match where someone got hurt and the whole match fell apart mm -hmm. it was like io shirai persia parada and somebody else you know it just wasn't like stop putting the green people in matches that are more complicated than they need to be cuz you can put Cora jade in a match like this and not just put all of the crazy spots together involving her, you know, mm -hmm. like you can, I don't want to say dumb it down. Cause that's not the point of all this, you know, but you can, you can hide the green person amidst the more experienced workers, which should be the point to hide the weaknesses and show off the strengths, but they seem so content to just do everything possible to show off the weaknesses of the performance. And I don't understand that. I really don't understand it. You know, and it's, it's, it's fine. It's, it's whatever. It's not that big a deal. The match was still like, I watched it and I didn't like hate my life while I was doing it, but I watched this just being like, oh, this doesn't feel like as big of a match as it probably should have. And then the match was real botchy. And I was like, man, just, it, it left a bad taste in my mouth but what can you yeah. do it seems to me like since since 2.0 has has launched it seems to me that like they they expect all these very green wrestlers to suddenly be as experienced and as smooth workers as all the nxt 1.0 people it's like well that's not the same because all the nxt 1.0 mm -hmm. people had years and years of experience on the indies before they came to nxt Whereas these guys are brand new and they go, okay, we're just going to do all the same stuff. We're going to do all the same matches, but here's all the new people. And it's like, but they can't work to the same level as all the old people. So it just comes off as them being looking 
very inexperienced because they are. And that's not great for the whole product. It makes well, yeah, it very I mean, amateurish. Look, look at the people that are now running this show, right? It's like Vince McMahon mm. and Bruce Pritchard and, and whoever. They've never done developmental TV. Ever. You look at all of the yeah. developmental systems that WWE has ever had. None of them were run by Vince McMahon as far as like hands-on. This is how we write the show, blah, blah, blah. This is how I want the matches. Never. Never, ever, ever. But because NXT is this weird, like, Franken show of half developmental, half main roster show, and he's mm -hmm. sitting at the top of it now with his minions kind of overseeing everything, it's playing out like a main roster show with developmental talent, and that is a very poor mix because that's not how you develop talent. You look at the way that, you know, Jim Cornette ran OVW. You look at the way that, that Jody Hamilton run, ran Deep South Wrestling. You look at the way that Les Thatcher ran Heartland Wrestling in, in Cincinnati. Like, there's all the different ways that you can develop talent properly by putting the young people in there with experienced people and showing off their strengths, hiding their weaknesses, and developing their terror, their talent and their everything. This is not how it's done. But they don't know how it's done because they've never done it. So I don't know that I should be upset, but also don't take Triple H out of the spot that he was good at because you lost AEW. Yeah. Man. But it's okay, Tempest. But it's okay. Do you know why? There. Yeah. Do you know why it's okay, Tempest? You ready? Why is it okay? Hold on. I'm seeing <laughs> double here. Four boas. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, no, I'll be honest. You came on the screen. I like. I went to the bathroom. I was like, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> not doing it this week. I, I've got color. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not wasting my time watching Boa look in a mirror or something. He looked in a mirror. He washed his face and he was like, well, I can't control it. Please just let me face Solo Sokoa by myself. And then he washed his face and he looked up and there was another Boa next to him with face paint on. Four Boas. I don't even. What? Oh, man. It's very stupid. Yeah. We then had the MSK really Creep is. Brothers thing. I'm not going to talk about Boa anymore. Um, MSK Creep Brothers thing happened. Uh, and then we had Andre Trace coming out to the ring. Um, and this was stupid because he was saying, you missed this segment last week, Tempest. Oh, boy. Where uh, Andre Trace got beaten up. Yeah, Andre Trace got beaten up. And then some dude in an Andre Chase University uh, sweater was, like, checking on Andre Chase. Being like, oh, my God, are you okay? Andre, are you okay? Oh, my God, Andre Chase. Oh my god! And then Harland picked him up, and then way later in the show, we saw Harland on the roof with the guy, and then Joe Gacy was like, I think he's learned his lesson. So then he put him on the roof, and then they walked off. That was the segment. That was the whole thing from last week. Um, you know what my reaction then... to that would have been? Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh. That's good. It really it? tickled me when I saw that. That's it. it really that's did. It. A very good mask from that from that person in particular. Goodness me, that's a great mask. Um, yep. But anyway, so this week Andre Chase came out and he was like, due to that man's actions that was looking out for me last week, he gets a full Andre Chase University scholarship. And I was like, what does that even mean? You don't have a university. What does it's that so mean? Stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> You know, like okay. Also, I thought he was a I, heel. What's going on? Sure, 
this guy got student of the month. Congratulations. You know, Again. like Timothy Thatcher, because Andre Chase is just a cartoon version of Timothy Thatcher. Sure. Timothy Thatcher won his matches. So it made hmm. sense that people would want to learn to wrestle from him. Andre yeah. Chase is a loser who loses all of his matches. It does not make sense that there are people that want to pay him to learn anything. But I just want someone to tell me what the point of this is. And if there isn't a point, stop doing it. Mm -hmm. Again, they dedicate so much time to Andre Chase and whatever all of this is. And there's no point to any of it. And that's why I feel like half of this show is a waste of time. Because mm -hmm. we still get so much dead, so much time dedicated to people that don't matter. Well, <laughs> like the great, next guy. Great, great segue, Tempest. Because here comes Von Wagner. Oh my god. Von Wagner, you say? It's mm. not what he called himself. <laughs> <laughs> Man messed up his own name. I'm like, you people come out here to see Von Wagner. <laughs> he, like, I am just absolutely gobsmacked by Von Wagner's existence every time I see him. He was a ghost on SmackDown that one time that was never brought up again. <laughs> Apparently his call-up was nixed by Vince. I don't know. And then he comes out here and messes up his own name. He starts attacking fans. What? What is the point of any of this? Von why couldn't Wagner. his name have been why couldn't his name have been Baron Von Wagner? Like that's, Much better. That's a that's a much better name. Is it because we already yeah. had one Baron and apparently two people <laughs> can have the same title? But now he's gone from Baron to Happy, which is a different title, I think. So yeah, kind so of that. Give anymore. him Baron Von Wagner. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, he's, <laughs> he came out and got a quick promo. And he said, when I step in the ring, I become your new favorite superstar. I was like, nobody said that. Not one person. Find me! Find me the one person that has said Von yeah. Wagner is my new favorite superstar. <laughs> can I get a shirt that just says like, <laughs> like, can it be the shirt of shame? Like, if you lose yeah. Wrestle League, you have to wear a shirt on a podcast that says that says Von Wagner is my new favorite superstar. <laughs> God, this show sucks. Uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't, and I, I say that too often. It just comes out yeah. of me when I'm talking about NXT. This show was fine, but anything that wasn't wrestling on this show was this. Was Von Wagner? Von Wagner. Von, Von Wagner. Yeah. Um, Von Wagner. Yeah. Uh, uh, we then got more Von Wagner because uh, he was being escorted out of the building after attacking some members of the audience. Uh, and then he laughed at Ivy Nile and Roderick Strong. And I'm assuming that's probably going to lead to a Roderick Strong Von Wagner feud, which is what everybody wanted. Poor Roddy. He's looking on the yeah. outside and seeing the rest of Undisputed Era having fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's feuding yeah. with Von Wagner. They took Von <laughs> Wagner from Kyle O'Reilly and gave him to, to Roderick Strong. Oh, God. Oh. Cameron Grimes then recapped his 2021 and said this time he's going to start looking for some gold. 2022 the moon. Woo. Yeah, I don't know how he hasn't been a North American champion or something mm. yet. Seems like they're the kind it. of tier of guy. Yeah. Yeah. He challenged for it when Keith Lee was champ, but I think he lost. So yeah, maybe now he can go after Carmelo. That'd be a fun feud. I'd be into that. Carmelo yeah, with Cameron. Let's do it. Sounds that, that sounds fun. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, then we had the main event match that we'd already spoken about, of Bron Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, that was the show overall. Uh, by the normal standard of NXT 2.0, the normal weekly TV standard, this is a 7 out of 5. Um, as an actual <laughs> wrestling show, this is probably like a 3 or a 4. I'm going to go with a 4. I left with like, yeah. oh, that wasn't bad. That was good. I thought it was like a high 3, you know, which might <laughs> sound harsh. Because I know people really like this show, but I, I wasn't like totally blown away by any of the matches on this show. I thought no. the opener was good. I thought the six man tag was good. I thought the main event was good. But like, I don't know. I, I didn't see a whole lot that was just like, bam, you got to go out of your way to watch this match. Mm. So, yeah. Meh. That's very fair. Yeah. I, I thought it was a good show. And that's what, mm -hmm. and that's significantly better than normal uh so yeah, yeah. like usually Overall, usually when we say it's a three it's because like oh there's something good on the show and then there's a bunch of like utter garbage on the show so it balances out to being a three this was like no it was just solid in the middle three good show yeah 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 that's my that's yeah. my rationale behind it he's like yes yeah, it's, it's 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 solid yeah Uh, let's get into the rest of your ultra chats here though and finish those off last chance to get those in at wrestletalk.com forward slash support we'll go through all the ones that are five us bucks and up by the time the show goes off the air nicholas Lama said here's the sad news i don't think the 2.0 uh, crowd cares who walter is which is depressing as all hell i also don't think that riddle makes msk any cooler or bearable well i mean he's not a miracle worker not exactly yeah, yeah. um yeah, which is a shame because Walt is amazing. I don't know how. I mentioned this last week. Uh, I don't know how you can have MSK get booed, go away and do terrible vignettes week on week on week, come back and get cheered. How does that work? Maybe because, may, I mean, it's the same people that go to these shows, right? You know, it's, it's yeah. more or less the same crowd. It's the same 300 people in, in Florida. So maybe they just don't pay attention to vignettes and stuff when they air during the building. And they just haven't seen these guys in like six months or four or five yeah. months now. And they just see them again and go, hey, it's MSK again. You know, that's my best explanation. You take them off TV. You take people off NXT 2.0 and their stock rises. It's yeah. an indictment. But what can you say? I, I, here's my conspiracy theory. Mm. I reckon that the crowd are not necessarily paid but they're instructed on how to react. Mm. I reckon. It's like an applause sign. Mm. Or it's mm. like a, you know, it's like, a, here's how we want you to react. Yeah. You should, you should do that. Uh, and people are like, okay, maybe. Because I haven't heard, you know, we always get people being like, oh, I went to AEW last night. It was such a good time. At, like on Roy, uh, Raw Review yesterday, we had people being like, oh, I went to Raw yesterday. It was a really good time. I was like, that's awesome. That's great. I'm not once have I heard someone be like, oh, it's part of the NXT crowd recently you know? <laughs> like not one not one person so like if someone's yeah. been part of the nxt crowd please get in contact with me i want to know if they are actual fans in that building or if it's like they're instructed or they're paid i don't know a conspiracy put your tinfoil hat on because they react to a lot of stuff <laughs> that i did not think they'd react to you know i don't know um anyway Jack Nichols said, uh, that show was all right. 
Not as good as the takeover. Not by a forestry mile. Sure. Uh, welcome. Oh, I get it. Forest. Uh, uh, I get it. Well done, Jake. I, I appreciate your humor. Uh, welcome back, Tempest. Uh, hopefully you can rein in Pete. He's been on a rampage. Dude talking about all sorts of secretions since you've been on and blaming co-hosts. So I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> all I can say is, Tempest, it was Andy. So inevitably we spoke about poo because that's what Andy does. Um, For God's sake. I know. Uh, Hannah Allen said, uh, mentioned last Ultra Chat, uh, I wasn't WWE active. Turns out I'm silly, lol. I'd been active till the other night. <laughs> um, uh, can still... Mm, can still New Year's Eve or New Year's Evil. Turns out you can cheat code. I didn't use them though because let's face it, not me, I like the set. Hashtag LIW444life. I well, don't know what you said, Hannah, I'll be honest. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes they're easier to to decipher than others. Yeah, I hope the drink yeah. was good, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> Message me on Patreon, Hannah, to to tell me what you actually meant, because she often messages to be like, "This is what I actually meant." Uh, James Handley says, uh, "With uh, just his head and his arms visible, I think Tempest is Haunter's new Canadian form." Uh, in regards to NXT, uh, remember that mass hallucination we all had when we thought we saw Von Wagner on SmackDown. That's what I'm saying. Never forget. It's the best segment never of 2021. Forget. Yep. Yep. Never, never forget. Sami Zayn, it's a conspiracy. He's the only person that can see him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, always be scamming, says, uh, I haven't been watching WWE since the Keith Lee release, but I have watched most of the reviews while at work. Based on how you talk about NXT 2.0, my money is on jacket time winning the Dusty Classic. Yeah, they're going to, aren't they? <sighs> Like pick whichever is the worst option, and yeah. that's the one they're gonna do. Is it Harland and Gacy or is it uh, Jacket these time. two? Yeah. You know? Hope all is well with everyone in the Russell Talk fam. Thank you very much. Always be scamming. Uh, right, Dr. Says me again. I forgot to tell Tempest Happy New Year, and that I wish for only good things uh, to happen to him. Also, have a bad idea. Von Wagner becomes Tony D. Silent and violent muscle. Tony gets booze, and Wagner doesn't have to talk. L I W for life. You know. It's better than him coming out and cutting promos. Yeah, if it means Von Wagner doesn't have to talk. Yeah. Like, his his only strength is that he's big. So if you just want him to stand behind somebody, cool. That That's a mm -hmm. good use of his talents. Perseus M said, uh, I know the perfect charity that WWE would love to work with, the World Wildlife Fund. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Funny. Perfect, yeah. Let's let's get, let's get that going. Let's get the water chops going. Um, let's get a hashtag going. Uh, hashtag Tempest Water Chops for charity. <laughs> for charity, it's a bit long. We'll work on catchy. it. Catchy, yeah. Well, it's yeah. catchy. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll brainstorm it. It'll be fine. Give me Tempest. Forgetting no. that wrong, <laughs> wrong break of the magical wizard. <laughs> it's close enough, I suppose. It's a W What's word. It even I can't even think of the, the actual word. What's it? A warrior? Oh, yeah, the magical warrior. Right, yeah. Ron break right. of the magical warrior. <laughs> <laughs>
That's the one. I, I forgot <sighs> what the actual thing was. Anyway. Did Can you I get, get anything... a Tempest shirt that's a Yu-Gi-Oh card? I think that would be fun. I feel like you should just get like a custom Yu-Gi-Oh card that is Tempest. You know? Just have a, have a Tempest, I mean, an actual physical Tempest Yu-Gi-Oh card. You know? That exists, though. <laughs> doesn't have my well, we face should, on it. We should sell it. <laughs> we should sell our own Tempest Yu-Gi-Oh we, cards. We should just sell Yu-Gi-Oh cards. It'll really drive even... up the revenue of the company. <laughs> we just start selling Yu-Gi-Oh cards. We start selling yeah. Pokemon cards, Magic mm -hmm. the Gathering. You know, we just transition away from this wrestling thing. No one cares mm -hmm. about that. We'll be fine, this... yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll make we'll just make this nerd card talk or something. I uh I was looking at uh because we've got some new uh, potential merch designs coming soon uh, that we've been reviewing just like uh, company wide like a lot of us have been uh, throwing in mm -hmm. our feedback we've got a load of designs we've been looking back at them I was showing my uh, my lady partner these um, designs because she knows nothing about wrestling at all and I was like from like mm -hmm. an outsider's perspective with no context of the of all the the wrestling context and all these t-shirts what do you think of the actual like designs do any of them jump out at you do any of them like just look nice you know all that stuff and um and she was going through it and she 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 picked some of them um and uh i got afterwards and, and she was like the hell is a boston crab and i was like <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> those things sound really weird she's like that's a chicken wing i was like Oh yeah, yeah. It's really weird when you don't actually have the uh, the context of what what a wrestling move is. Uh, that, yeah. that was a unique experience, just uh, coming from the outside. <laughs> but she, then she she pitched me an idea. She was like, you know, I feel like you should do something for like for people like me. If it's like you know, like the the partner or like the wife of like a, a wrestling fan, maybe that's something. I was like, the thing is, that's a niche of a niche because wrestling fans don't really have wives. So you know, uh, ah, yes, that. you're right. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so that's the yeah. that's the issue. We don't have, we, do we not have wives, or do do none of us have partners? We don't have wives specifically. <laughs> okay, we don't specifically have wives. All right, you're off no. the hook for now. <laughs> <laughs> for now. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, I just thought that was very unique because obviously she she comes up with a lot of ideas and stuff, and it's the 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 thought was nice. But it's like, mm -hmm. it just for like for, for partners of wrestling fans, I was like, mm, I don't know if that's a, a huge, huge population, I'll be honest. I I have I have a question. This this mm. topic of conversation has has uh taken a thought out of my head. Yes. So you got like a you got Boston crab, right? Mm. And, yeah. and you've got a you got a chicken wing. Mm. How how big of a meal can we make with just <laughs> wrestling moves? With I got a giggle. That that moves. means I'm I'm on the right. Yeah, I'm you're on, on, a, you're on, on to on something. You're on to something. Yeah, it's good. I'm on yeah. to something here. The barometer of Boston crab. Yeah, yeah, the Boston crab. You got a chicken wing. How many other food-related yeah. things can we can we mix into this into this pot to have a, a lovely uh, little meal see. here of wrestling moves? Let's see. Uh... <clears throat> Just trying to think of move names, which I now can't think of any. Um, Every single move name that you've ever thought of has left your mind. Yeah, has now gone. And the ones I'm thinking of are like choke slam. It's like, nope, that's that's not going to do it, is it? Uh, hmm. Email us. 
support at wrestletalk.com <laughs> if you've got any wrestling move the names. peanut butter and pickle oh, slam oh great yeah that's perfect um <laughs> i just wow I've, i now can't think of literally anything uh my mind has gone blank from food that's also re- you've stumped me tempest hey now the, the, i mean the rest of this podcast it's not like you come thinking. last in in quizlemania or anything hey man you're you know, not providing any so, any yeah. any suggestions yourself all right it's not just me there's something called like a salad shooter isn't there that's a wrestling move in it sure i could be wrong yeah why not um orange punch orange punch that could yeah. be a drink. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. That's you've one. done it. Yeah. That's, um, gonna... Could you have. Um, how edible is Cobra? <laughs> cobra? I, I don't yeah. I don't think you would want to eat Cobra. I'm sure somewhere <laughs> in the world it's considered a delicacy. And what part <laughs> of the camel is the clutch in particular? <laughs> <laughs> So you're you're trying to eat cobra and camel? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, Pete, I don't want to go to your house for dinner. Hey, this is a this is an interesting. I've gone to Wikipedia. Experiment. Oh no! I'm looking. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to bring up the list of professional wrestling moves and attacks and throws. Okay. And see which of these have have possibly edible names. Uh huh. Chops. I suppose chops could chops. be pork chops. That's good. You know, yeah. depending yeah, yeah, yeah. on yeah. Chops is good. Um, hmm. Thank you, bodiless voice. See, this, yes, the 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 floating bodiless voice. Yes. <laughs> chops is is a pretty pretty chops, decent chops one. Is good. Yeah. Um, we're start, we're starting to get a little bit of a feast. Oh, I've not plugged in my bit. light again. Hold on. Oh, uh, Pete. How am I the one who's now this. properly lit? I'm so bad at this, Tempest. <sighs> yeah, this this podcast has already gone off the rails, but it's fine. It's fine. I'm sure somewhere... Oh, yeah? Wow, so you're yeah, just real not my, good at this. When my light just went out, and then for the whole time I was trying to set it up, and I couldn't figure out why it had gone out, and I was like, Andy, can you keep talking? And he was like, well, I guess we'll just wait for, for Pete to come back. I was like, Andy, talk about the show. Keep keep doing the review. He's a he's a professional. He sure is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What else let's, we got? Let's get into. So I I I think I think you could eat uh you could eat frog in certain certain cultures. You know uh that would be mm-hmm. uh like a frog splash perhaps. Um, yeah. 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 Let's see. Uh, the fish hook. Okay. Fish. Yeah. But you're specifically you eating fish the fish there. hook itself? That's a bit weird. Listen, listen. Don't worry about that part. Don't listen. Okay. Don't listen to that part. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's just, that's the, the future name of the best tag team of all time anywhere. Fish, mm-hmm. Bobby Fish and Hook, of course. Yeah, yep, makes Can't sense. wait yep. for that. Apparently, apparently there's an old move called a sugar hold. We'll take it. You just, yeah. You just eat some sugar. Um... <laughs> There is apparently a uh, interesting. Apparently, there is a move called a mushroom stomp. A mushroom stomp. Okay, yeah, so you can add some mushrooms yeah. to this. Add some, uh, add some mushrooms to your camel. 
This is good. Yeah. Add some mushrooms to your camel. Yeah. Why not? Russell Talk Podcast <laughs> out of context. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the the bit from the description here says mushroom stomp. While situated on the middle turnbuckle, a wrestler jumps over a charging opponent, diving, uh, driving one or both feet into the opponent's back, pushing the opponent into the turnbuckle or down to the ground before landing on their feet. The technique's name is a reference to the stomping attacks used by the video game character Mario. The more you know. The more you know. Which Mario fan was like, I got an idea one day. (laughs) Was like, this this little sausage right here is going to be the inspiration Mm -hmm. for my finisher. Yeah. Goodness me. I don't know. This is a weird topic. (laughs) Yeah. I'm gonna keep looking, but if you want to take this conversation elsewhere, that's fine. When you when you were talking, I came up with another one. Oh, this isn't a move, but it's a shameful thing. Lobster head. I mean, come on, you got to have a lobster head in there. You got to have lobster head thing, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't it? Yeah. Why wouldn't? Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 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 (laughs) Got a lobster head. We're getting we're getting a feast here, Tim. Oh my god. Proper feast. I'm loving this. Oh. Oh, I need a good feast. Um, there's, there's, there's a, there's a stuff. scorpion death block. You can eat scorpions oh. in certain, some cultures. Of course you can. Yeah. That's great. Love it. It's probably pretty scorpion crunchy. Death lock. Yeah. Um, I'm sure in some cultures you can eat bear. You can have a bear hug. <laughs> yeah, a bear hug. Yes. It's a, it's a Russian dish. I don't know if Russians yeah, yeah, eat yeah. bear or if they just yeah. hunt them. <laughs> it's the bear hug. This is it. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> Daniel Bryan marking out over bear-related things on Saturday mm-hmm. Morning Slam is one of the funniest things that WWE oh. has done. And it's from, like... Oh, it's so good. It's from their stupid, like, children's show that lasted, like, a few months or whatever. Mm-hmm. Saturday Morning how did they Slam. Manage to act, how did they manage to actually get good content out of that? They just let Daniel know. Bryan be himself. And Daniel Bryan is funny. So funny. Oh my god. If you guys haven't seen that, by the way, legitimately go to YouTube and watch it. Because it is just him talking about wrestling bears. And then I can't remember who's in the match, but someone does a bear hug. And then he goes, It's the bear hug! This is it! It's it's the funniest thing. It's so good. Um, yeah, would highly recommend Brian Danielson, a funny man, some might say. I potentially I want to see him face like bear country and have it all come full circle now in AEW. <laughs> yes. Oh, that'd be so good. Or he just starts managing bear country. Like, <laughs> this guy is a bear. You have a suplex to bear. Oh, oh that would be. Have you ever suplexed a bear? Yeah. I, I need to hear Brian Danielson, ultra serious wrestler say, have you ever suplexed a bear? <laughs> I love that man. He's the greatest. Oh, he's just great. Yeah. Um, but speaking of more of great things, please send in more your emails to support at wrestletalk.com and tell us more of the f- the food we can have. That us wrestling moves also. G- give us your feast of wrestling moves. Rest- there's a Sky- there's a Steiner screwdriver. That's a okay, trend. that's good. That's good. Yeah. You can have like your it. orange punch. I mm-hmm. can I need a little bit of kick. <laughs> With mine, mm-hmm. yeah, a, totally. A Steiner screwdriver. I like it, yeah. And you can have it while sitting on your Steiner recliner. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, 
Ah. Tying it all back together just in time for us to go live, which doesn't mean anything for the people listening to this because this will be after and this and that, but it's before for us. You know how it is. Whatever. I'm tired. You know how it be. Anyway, that's going to do it. It was a jawbreaker. Jawbreaker. Candy, that's That's dessert. Good. That's good. I didn't think any of these. My my partner's much smarter than I am. Yeah, clearly. Um, (laughs) Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. It's going to be me and Luke doing the AEW Dynamite review tomorrow. The first one on TBS. We're getting Wangman versus Danielson 2. Yay! That's exciting. And like loads of other stuff. It's going to be a good show, hopefully. So we'll be back tomorrow with that. We're going to have the Friday show like normal. It's going to be me and Tempest back on Saturday for Rampage and SmackDown like normal. Yay! Getting back into the swing of things for 2022. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you all. Stay safe. We love you very much. Goodbye! As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.